we've all had teachers, right? Yes. In certain fields, and they can teach a topic, but they've never actually worked in that field. Agreed, and I would deem them uncredible. They've never made money incredible. from it. But we've all gone to schools, colleges that have professors who've never done anything in the field that they're teaching in, other than learn about it. Uh, th- that is true. I agree. And that's and and that's and I love actually what you said. So I'll, I'll say that there. But it's that, and we've had this conversation before about credibility, right? Because it is something as we continue to expand our network and just look at other people and see the things that people do. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting to see how. How, how wide it is, you know, yeah. but it has also made me question what I look at as credible. It is impossible to anticipate where the two monsters which suddenly appeared in the Atomi area will attack next. If your power goes out, remain calm. Oh my God. Three, two, one. We go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 59 of the First Sip Podcast. Today is just me and Dikembe. Nice little splash of just Bert and Deke. Like yep. to throw those in occasionally. Best episodes of the month. Yeah. <laughs> no shade to the guests that have been on recently. No, no shade. And the guests that we have been on recently, we're going to recap them real quick because Dikembe and I realized how much of a blur this year has already been. Like we had three great guests come on that Bro. we just burned right through. Yeah. Yeah. We Keep had Oliver, moved. we had Ayana, and we had Sarah. Yep. Who's going to be a multimillionaire. Oh. So is Oliver, probably. What, 100%. And Ayana, honestly, eventually. But she's going to be a TV personality, probably. You see the community we're building here? She, did you see her Snapchat today, dude? She was just mean. No. She's mad about, and what she's mm-hmm. mad about is the smack wow. heard around the world. Wow. Which is what we're going to talk about, people. Wow. You know we got to talk about it because it's pretty relevant. It's going to be talking about last week, almost so. the entire episode. It's um, <laughs> talking about it's, the slap. It's, we have it's theories. pretty funny. It's pretty funny. It was but, crazy. Um, parts of it aren't funny. The other parts of it are pretty funny. But then mm-hmm. it's just like... We'll get into it. We'll but get before into we it. get into it, what you sipping on today, Bert? Yeah, so I actually got a lot going on here uh, in front of me. We have you, you do well. You know you like to stay hydrated. I am one of the most hydrated people on the planet. It's crazy. I know you'd be up at like two a.m. just using the bathroom. I do. It's a very bad problem. I actually took. Oh, mm. that's my product, wreck. I finally remember it. There we go. Um, wow, that's great. We'll talk about it at the end of the episode. Man, you're gonna forget it. Here we go. Uh, yeah, I am gonna forget. Uh, so right now I'm sipping on. Well, we got the Mamba Forever body armor mm-hmm. that was brought to us by our producer. Yes. Shout out to Delonzo. Shout out Very to Delonzo. Nice of him. Listen, man. And I'm also drinking Rockstar Recovery, the lemonade version. Mm. This is good. Rockstar Recovery. Only 160 milligrams of caffeine in a can. That's not that bad. Why the recovery? If it... I don't know what's in it. It's a whole bunch of caffeine. It's not going really. I think it's the vitamins. There's a. Oh. A lot of vitamin B6, B12. Interesting. Some magnesium. So you're just going to be a little jittery, but you got your vitamins. Yeah, it's not carbonated, though, so I'm not a fan. Oh. Mm. I don't. I mm. wouldn't have bought it if I didn't know it wasn't carbonated. That's not fun. <laughs> no, that's not fun. That's not what I want in an energy drink. What are you no. drinking, Dikembe? Oh, I also have the uh, Mamba Forever flavor. That's right. By Body Armor. Shout out to y'all. Yes. Um, but listen, I wanted to check in because last episode we talked about uh, sticking to our Duolingo streaks. Oh, yes. The people care. Right? We're building... And I, I did a little poll. We got a lot of people out here learning some languages, man. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah a lot I'm of people sure, I'm going to share the results uh, after the episode. But Good. Listen, we got to tap in with these people out here learning languages. I know. Wow. Well, you have an announcement. You want to start something else with people. Yes. Oh, I didn't know we were going to go there yet, but yes. Might well, as well it do could it be early. in the future. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. So we're going to be starting the First Sip Book Club, right? So every week we pretty much talk about some book right or something that some audiobook or some yeah, book that we're reading or tapping content, into mostly you yeah so you're a reader i was talking to a few of the other listeners and i was like hey why don't we form a little group around this so we can talk about some of the books we're reading maybe just find different ways to dive uh to just break down you know what it is that we're we're looking at form a new community just forming a group around it mm-hmm. yeah it's something you know, just keep, yeah just keep building the first group that we have going here 
And oh my God, did you hear that? I did not. I think a squirrel just jumped down off the balcony. Oh yeah, you do have a massive squirrel problem. That took, that took my whole attention. That was so crazy. People. If that was a squirrel, bro. That's a big squirrel. My feet shook. That was insane. I, was, I don't think it was a squirrel. Wow. Okay. I think one of your neighbors fell. Back to the book club. Mm-hmm. Back to the book club. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check on that it's later. It's in the early stages, but we are going to launch a first yeah. book club. Right. So if you guys are interested, you can send me a DM. Send me a text if you got my number. Add you to the group. We're going to have a Discord community. We're going to do bi-weekly, you know, what kind of video meetups. And we'll just see where we go from there. So if you have any other ideas or book recommendations, let me know. And another announcement, something that we do have concrete set in. So the date and location have been locked. We are going to be doing a first sip spike ball charity tournament. Yep. It's going to be a 16-team tournament. It is going to be on June 25th, 2020. Uh, so we're going to kick the summer off with a spike ball tournament hosted by us. We're going to co-sponsor at the Elite Sports Factory mm-hmm. in Maniunk. And all proceeds are going to go to a local nonprofit that we are still nailing down. So. U.S. We got it. U.S. National Sports. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so. great. They're, um, they're a local charity, and what they do is they give back. Uh, well, they look for kids who are pretty much in need, right? And they're who want to get involved with different um, sports around different sports opportunities that pop up around the country, right? So what they do is they find these kids and they they sponsor them, right? So I was thinking that you know, perfect. Depending on Thank how you. we can go about it, right? Like maybe we can find a specific kid to sponsor or a group of kids, depending on like how they really structure, but. It'll be interesting to see how this grows, but yeah, shout out to U.S. National Sports. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. I think, yeah, targeting a specific athlete is the way to go. Yeah, I think it'll be cool, too, because then you're going to, like, it's kind of like what we do, like, um, my dad. All the people that participate could feel as though they directly made an impact into one person's life. Exactly. And cool. a couple of years ago, my dad started um, sponsoring kids out in Ghana when he started building the farm, and it is incredible just to see, like, the impact that you can make when you actually, like, care, right, about oh, some sh- of these kids oh, and just check in with them. Sure. Yeah, so... um That'll be uh, another interesting thing to get into. Yeah, so mark that down, June 25th, yep. and reach out to us on any of the socials if you want to participate. We are still looking for teams, so yep, yep, yep. teams of two. Speaking of things, mm-hmm. you're doing something else new. What was that? Talk to me about what you got going on here with this whole bike setup. Oh, I did. I bought a bike. You, you're just going to be cycling around the city? <clears throat> so I bought a bike off of Craigslist. I did. I went on Craigslist. I wanted to get outside more. There's massive amount of science-backed biohacking mm. and the benefits of being outside you've been tapping in huberman again oh dude that's my boy i was um, talking to oliver about him yeah mm-hmm. um there are so many benefits folks to just being outside being exposed to the sun getting some fresh air being directly exposed to light and having your eyes like have images blur past you without glasses on mm-hmm. so i was like you know what dude i don't like to run mm-hmm. I, I i'm not built for it mm-hmm. i am a block i was I messed up for running when i ran I'm just not built for it. You're built for it, though. I'm trying to get back. Yeah, I'm not. But I like to be on the bike outside. Mm-hmm. So I went and I bought a bike on Craigslist. Met someone in a Target parking lot. <laughs> and the bike is now at REI getting tuned up. You you probably shouldn't meet people in Target parking lots by yourself. The woman? No, it was like middle of the day. That's why I met him at Things Target. go down in Target all day. It was in it was in Bryn Mawr, dude. Oh, nothing, never mind. Nothing never was mind. going down. Actually, nah. I watch a couple of these true crime docs, right? And I'll be telling you, it's those towns nah, where people just get thrown in the, the trunk. Line. But um, that's true. I could have. He, he could have he knocked you over head, threw you in the trunk. He could have. Because you would have been so unsuspecting. You'd be like, oh, look at me, me and this nice guy on the main line. Dude, the funniest, the funniest thing happens is the guy. So the guy, he, he's walking over with the bike, right? And it's fine. I mean, I paid $60 for it. Lady at REI said I got a great That's deal a bargain. for the brand of the bike. Bro, I know bikes, I mean, bikes need can some be expensive. Work. You know, well, it cost me something. Bikes can it be expensive. Some work. He's carrying the bike over. As he hands it to me, the reflector falls off. Bad <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, sign. And then he goes, hey, test drive. <laughs> oh, man. So I did put it down, and I did bike around the Target mm-hmm. parking lot a little bit. Tires were good? Yeah, it works great. Brakes were good? Well, tires need some work. Adjustable seat? Ones. But, yeah. Gears working right? 
Gears are great. Chains great. See, I know a couple things about some bikes. I had a mongoose yes, as a kid. So I'm getting into the bike life. Mm. Did you have a mongoose as a kid? Uh, I didn't. I had a, uh, what did we have? I think we had a Huffy. Ooh, okay. Those were nice too. Yeah. Those were like I, next, those were like the second tier. But you know how like when I get into something, sometimes mm-hmm. I really have a, I get into it. You're like me. You're obsessive. Yeah, I am. If I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows in a year from now, I might be wearing shoulder pads and a helmet going through trails down the mountain. I... I'm just waiting for you to send the pic with your glasses and your helmet. I know. And the whole setup. But I'm very excited about it. Oh, you got to get one of the body suits, too. Oh, with, like, the pads on your in your groin? Like one of the spandex skin sight ones so you ones. become aerodynamic. I, I am one of the funnel back helmets that come to oh, a point. And we can sponsor you first sip. Yes. First sip brain all around. That would actually be hilarious. Wow. We got to do this now. Mm-hmm. And we could host a local race. Damn. We got a lot of stuff going on here. We do. You know what is very on. prominent going on? Listen, man, we talked about... Talked about culturally uh, relevant things last week. Yeah. Oh, well, in a recap of ours and Ayana's episode, we did t- speak about two different Hollywoods. Yes. We spoke a lot about culture. Yes. And the differences in culture mm-hmm. and what's going on in just society nowadays. And then poof. And then in our episode with Oliver, we talked about mental grounding and like being physically aware and being at peace. Yep. And then in Sarah's episode, we didn't really touch on anything that is relevant towards the smack mental wellness because when you look at it a lot deeper right um and i guess we can dive into the will smith uh chris rock situation so what happened kebe what exactly happened from what we have seen yes right it looks like um will smith smacked chris rock at the oscars he did this past this past weekend yep walked Um, right up on stage chris rock was you know he was headlining the oscars you know being the host and Starts cracking some jokes, as they do, mm-hmm. right? And he cracked a joke about, uh, he cracked a G.I. Jane joke about directed towards Jada. Mm-hmm. And this is not the first time. Well, he said, and I quote, uh, Jada, look forward mm-hmm. to seeing you star in G.I. Jane 2. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this is not the first time that Chris Rock has cracked jokes at Jada. I didn't know you knew directed that. Directed at the Oscars. I was, I was going to yeah. bring that up. Listen, I, man. That's a know. developing thing that I didn't know. You know I'm always tapped in. That adds a different layer to yeah. it. Yeah, and that's... That's where these things, once again, like you talk about like how they really develop, the different parts of the conversation that people are having. And that that was another interesting thing to me, too, this week, you know, to dive into that part where you see all the different comments from different people and just their perspectives on it. Oh, of course. And it is insane. The whole world is viewing the it spectrum, so crazy. The spectrum of reactions, depending so, on which community you're in mm-hmm. and how you're looking at this situation from, oh, why didn't he do that with August Alsina? To oh man, he should be arrested. Is, to is August Alcina the guy she had the affair with? Yeah. Okay. Um. To like oh like you know that's him protecting you know black women and then I'm just like, agree. I'm like social media is such an interesting place. Yes. To to just sit back, relax, and watch and just watch. Yes. How people take in these situations and we talked about this last week. Mm-hmm. But um. So what were your first thoughts? Is my first thoughts. So I've watched mm-hmm. this video like 300 times. Yeah. I don't know why, but I I because I wanted to. One, uh, actually, I do know why. One, I'm a massive Chris Rock fan, and mm-hmm. I'm a massive Will Smith fan. Mm-hmm. I've been a huge Same. I think Will we family. Smith fan my whole life, right? Yeah, I think we're family. Um, so when I saw this, at first, I'll tell everyone my first thoughts. One was there was a, about like a 25% chance of me, which kind of still exists, that thinks, okay, this is fake. Mm-hmm. This was staged. Mm-hmm. Um, my other thought was, wow, Chris Rock has a granite chin. My dude can take a shot. He ate that. He, he probably slapboxed a lot as a kid. Yo, he ate that. Probably slapboxed And like it hurts to get hit open-handed. Yeah. You've seen those like weird Russian slapboxing things. You ever used to slapbox with your cousins as a kid? I used to slapbox with Tommy all it, the time. Really stupid, but it really like builds up resilience. Yeah, no. So, you, yeah. you can flatten someone. Look there at Nate go. Diaz and, and Nick Diaz. Yeah. yeah he used just, the Stockton slap all the time. See? Ate it. 
didn't stumble at all. No, nah, he was ready. Yeah, he, he right. He was braced, which we'll See? talk about. See? Um, and what I also thought was, and here's, here's my feeling from when I originally watched it. You are Will Smith. Mm-hmm. There's two ways that, and I said the same thing to a couple people I spoke about this with. There's two ways that this could have went in your head. One, this is staged, mm-hmm. right? So I have to do this because it'll prepare me for my speech, which I'm going to talk about protecting your own, mm-hmm. right? The other one I thought was, if I'm Will Smith, A-list celebrity, multimillionaire front row of the Oscars, mm-hmm. how am I so taken over by this? And maybe he was, mm-hmm. to where I'm so emotionally unaware that I don't recognize my surroundings and realize billions of people are going to see this, not millions. Mm-hmm. This has probably been seen by a billion people. Oh, easily. Right? The amount of impressions around the, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Easily. This has mm-hmm. been touched a billion times to where I am going to walk up onto the stage, smack the host, and then go back to my seat and scream mm-hmm. profanity, mm-hmm. right? Dude, like, I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. This, it, it was just crazy. Yeah, and I think that was. If it's not fake, mm-hmm. no, no. if it's not fake, mm-hmm. it is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't even know. I, I personally think it was wrong what he did. If you want my honest opinion, I think Will Smith was wrong. Mm-hmm. He should not have done it. He yeah. should not have conducted himself that way. Mm-hmm. He was wrong. Yeah, and I think that's. You know, yes, let's be clear on that, right? Because even he came out and, you know, said the same exact thing. He apologized for the situation. He was wrong. He, you know, lost control of himself. Yeah. Uh, you brought up the point about him just losing his awareness, right? And I think that is... Or if he didn't, he might not have, maybe. Oh, yeah, so let's dive into the tin hat moment, right? Like, if we're saying who orchestrated this whole thing... Well, you texted me first. I had many yep. suspicions myself. I was Why like, do listen, you think it was fake? I was like, or initially, I was like, if this was orchestrated, mm-hmm. the second I saw Tyler Perry get involved... I was like, okay, mm-hmm. the grandmaster's here. Mm-hmm. I was like, he he might have his hand in this. And the Oscar ratings have been slipping year over year. Horrendous. For like the past five years. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, how much did they have, how much of a check did they have to cut for them all to come together and do this? I'm like, if they paid them each $20 million to go ahead and come together and say, yo, I need you guys to put together an Oscar, like a highly memorable moment that would keep people tuned in and talking about this for days and days and days yes get people to tune into the show immediately it will know it's an immortalized moment right so it it's will like, never be forgotten so it's like what what is that worth because mm-hmm. if you think about like what people pay for like a super Bowl commercial right it's like for 30 seconds mm-hmm. what are they willing to pay for that so no paying for a moment like, a like this dollars a minute yeah so if we have like our tin hat on and say like what are people willing to pay for people to do something like this the price might go up pretty damn high sure but, but he doesn't need it. I mean, $20 million, say it was 20 But then that's what I also say, like, keeping the tin hat on. It's just okay. like he doesn't need it, but it plays on the the issues that have been going on between Will and Jada and that whole family with the August Alcina affair, right? Yes, it so it's just kind of like a next episode and things that people who have been tuned into that story already understand. So it's like, oh, wait, is this his breaking point, right? Like, he wasn't able to. And people said it like, oh, he didn't break over when they were sitting at the Red Table talk. You know, with him and Jada, so but this is where he explodes. Mm-hmm. So right, tin hat on it. This is like okay, if that's where we can get him to really have this breaking moment that goes viral, everybody's watching it, everybody's talking about it. But then you know things develop, and it's just like okay, maybe this was just a an a very unfortunate moment where you see somebody just have a mental break, and it's just like 
they just they just lost it in the moment. So I can argue for both. Yeah, I have I have I've watched it so many times, <laughs> and I have yeah. as an individual who has trained in striking, mm-hmm. right, and have yeah. I have been hit and I have hit many many times. I've gotten into multiple sparring sessions, yep. multiple fights. Okay, so physically, there there were two things that I specifically saw that made me feel as though it was fake when I first watched mm-hmm. it. If someone is approaching you. Right. This is definitely not the first time that Chris Rock has been approached. Right. And mm-hmm. he was unsuspecting. Mm-hmm. Right. He, he said, oh, if someone is approaching you, you're going to brace differently than he did. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what's yeah. going to happen. He put his hands behind his back. And as well, this is me being super tin hat. Mm-hmm. Right. He bent his knees a little bit and he leaned his chin out. He leaned his chin out and and Will smacked him, mm-hmm. which all in all could have just been a gesture. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was odd enough. Like if you're, I mean, if I guess if I'm so going so mad that I'm going to do this at the Oscars because you're talking about my wife, you're talking about Alex, I'm going to hit you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to close my hand. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to keep hitting you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and so, so what made me think it was Could fake. Be a culturally relevant thing. Correct. Difference though, you know. Sure. People, you know, in our community say like, you better watch them out before you get smacked up. That's true. It's a thing. It's a and real it thing. really happened. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's why I said West Philly Will came out. Yeah, West Philly Will. He was like, keep my name, keep name out your mouth. So, so more so why I do mm-hmm. think it was fake. So he he braced, stuck his chin out a little mm-hmm. bit if you watch it. He leans into it, takes the shot, and then there are stills of after he takes the hit, Will's walking away smiling. Mm-hmm. Like he felt good. Yeah, and but it's, or it was planned. Mm-hmm. Like I just That's executed that. It was easy. Mm-hmm. And it was a... And also, which everyone is talking about, dude, Will was laughing. Will yeah. thought the joke was funny mm-hmm. until he saw Jada, and I guess then he got the cue mm-hmm. if it was fake. Now, why I think it was real. Here's my stance on why I think it was real, just from physical analysis mm-hmm. breakdown. Will was laughing, looks at Jada. She's pissed. Yep. Right? Gives her, her man the side eye, like, handle it. <laughs> right? Yep. No more. Mm-hmm. Handle it. And like you did say, which I didn't know. This isn't the first time he's come at Jada, mm-hmm. which makes me more so think it was real. Yeah. Walks over, does the shot, hits him, walking away. When he gets down, dude, the emotion and when he was yelling. Uh, now, we're also talking about an A-list actor, though. Yeah, that's the thing that They're makes it hard to figure celebrities, out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? They're actors. Yeah. They are, he, is a, a, he just won the mm-hmm. Oscar for Best Actor. Yeah. So his scream is supposed to sound mm-hmm. amazing. Anyway, the way he was yelling, the only thing that really drove it home for me that I was like, wow, this this honestly was probably real, mm-hmm. was Chris Rock's reaction. Can we talk about flawless professionalism, though? But, bro, like, that's where we say, like, we... Grandeur, grandeur composure. And then how he goes, but he did have a moment where he was like, oh, I could. Mm-hmm. And, bro, he was about to go in on the affair, I think, in jokes, because he's a renowned comedian. Mm-hmm. Um that was the only thing that made me be like, damn, I think that this was real. Mm-hmm. But that's I, the thing. I, I mean, Hollywood, we will never know. I'm, we will never know. I'm, unless they ever admit it. I am more so on the train that it was real. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think he was wrong. Yeah, no, I definitely. For what he did. I, everyone can get behind respecting your, um, defending your woman, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah. Right? Oh, this is one last piece I wanted to say. <clears throat> if, if it wasn't planned, right? And this is this is your breaking point. Now, no one can plan their breaking point, mm-hmm. and no one can plan how to respond, right? Yeah, I've seen people get in fights over much less. Uh, agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. <clears throat> but you're also Will Smith, who trained for Ali, mm-hmm. has trained for multiple combat movies. Like, bro, you can fight, and mm-hmm. you're going to you're gonna fuck Chris Rock up. Maybe like, that's you're why way bigger him. than him. That's true. That's why I smacked him. That's true. Showed resilience. Mm-hmm. 
Why not come at him at, at like the after party? Get him off stage. That's that's the thing though. Right? It's like almost, but it made me think back to Kanye's moment when Kanye walked up on stage and took the mic from Taylor Swift. But Kanye didn't hit anybody, right? No, but he was just like, what compelled him to just go up there and just do what he did, right? And I'm just like, I, I don't know. It's it's you know, and that's the funny thing. I that the depth at which at which people went into like serious conversations. Look at how much time I just spent talking on what, about that. Yeah, but we we kept our tin hats on for most of it, right? Yeah, like yeah. we're we're talking about it from a mm-hmm. a comical standpoint, even though it was a very situ- serious situation which we established. Yeah, and we said that in the beginning, but. It was so interesting to me to see, like, once again, the different to read some of these different comments from different people, um, depending on like where it was posted up, and just to hear how it was almost like people were using this situation as a way to bring up something that they are really caring about or yes. really want to now speak on and be like, oh, well, this is why we can't do this, or this is why you know men shouldn't be. And I'm just like, how did you get all this from a, a 10 second moment? Yes. A quick snap, and this is, now has a whole backstory that is related to your your agenda. And I'm just like, that is so. Like, I, that is so interesting. So speaking about Ayana again, mm-hmm. our prior guest. Yeah. She she said something else very funny on her Snapchat, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> not that I have to align with her on anything, but she did say something very funny that resonated with me. She said, "There's a there's a large group of people mm-hmm. that are going to criticize this yeah. very firmly." And dude, it was crazy mm-hmm. that he just went up and received an Oscar after doing that. Yeah, that's nuts. Of course, yeah. Which we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said the same people who are going crazy, writing paragraphs, criticizing this action, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. are the same individuals who will watch a parent beat the shit out of their kids mm-hmm. at like a sporting event mm-hmm. or a Target. And I was like, oh, she might be right. Like, I don't know. I've I've never seen a parent specifically like really strike a kid mm-hmm. and just like turn ahead to it. So I don't know. Yeah, but I'm but sure there are people that have. Even even me and the line were talking about that. It's just, and we talked about this last week that things that, the opportunities that we take to speak on things, right? When at the same time, plenty of people probably have the same issues going on in their own family, but won't even say a word about it. Well, of course, because it's not in the eye of a billion people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just like, oh, let's sweep that on the rug. But the second I see it, you know, in an external group, oh, now I can give my whole, you know, my whole dissertation about what I think about this. And I'm just like, that is, once again, I'm just, I'm just so interested in, in how people just go about blowing things out of proportion and just like making up narratives that don't even exist yet, that we don't even know if it's true or not. Right. So that's. Man, can we talk about? They gave us alley Can we talk? They really did. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about two other things about mm-hmm. this, right? Just because it's what the whole world cares about right now. So, and it's fun, like relief for us to talk about. One, dude, is it not crazy that this guy one proceeded to win the most profound Oscar at the show, mm-hmm. other than Best Picture? Um, then had a five minute acceptance speech. Still has the Oscar, mm-hmm. the Oscar, to my knowledge. I don't yeah. know if they've, the Academy has taken it away. Yeah, they didn't take it away, and they probably and won't. Then, uh, probably not. No. And the night just proceeded. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think he's receiving any, uh, I don't want to say the word privilege. Um, yeah, absolutely. Is it privilege? He is, right? If it was like any other, like, I mean, but there aren't many other actors who could even. Like, do you think if a, if a, like a famed director walked up and smacked him, do you think they would receive the same privilege or is it different because of the Jada situation? Like. No, I think that's what we're realizing. Which it's is just like a level why of, it could be fake. Like they just, were the perfect pieces. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. But it is a level of just like normal people can't do these things, and that's why I think it's funny. Like people no. are saying, like, "Oh well, you know, how are we endorsing this as a society? Where are we coming to?" Like, of course you can't do that, you know, and walk up on your kid's teacher and smack him in the face if he's like saying something crazy. But it's like it's all privilege. Like there are just certain things that certain people can get away with that other people can't. Yeah, and he did. Right. Well, there's nothing. 
that this is going to be a thing that people are going to be like, oh, yeah, you remember when Will went up on stage and smacked? Cool, right? Mm-hmm. You remember when Justin Timberlake was doing Super Bowl performance with Janet Jackson and ripped Pulled off the her out? Cool, mm-hmm. right? Like these no, things. We can't do that. Me and you things, can't do either. But these moments things. happen is what I'm saying, and it's just mm-hmm. like they, they just slide off. People forget these things, right? And people mm-hmm. are going to forget this one, Will Smith. And it's going to be forgotten very fast because, like you're saying, he has that level of privilege. People are not going to drag his name through the mud because his For record up until time. now yeah. is is immaculate. What else do we have to really say that he's on in a negative light, right? Like, yes, there might be things that people specifically hate him for, but there's there's always going to be that 5% of the group. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think like you're saying, like you're going to – if it was Kanye West. Or if it was me. If it was Kanye West going up there and smacking like Pete Davidson at like the MTV Awards or some some stuff like that. Ooh, which I also think it would their be, whole texting thing is true. Once again, too. the narrative across – it would just be a whole different – it would be a different perspective. Right, but that's a different situation. But it, say mm-hmm. say it was me mm-hmm. and Chris Rock was being a, a, a comedian mm-hmm. and just picking on someone in the audience. And I was mm-hmm. just there because I was a guest of someone. Say I'm, I'm best friends with, mm-hmm. I don't know, Bradley Cooper. And he picked on me and be like, yo, Bradley, why are you with that short kid? Yeah, yeah. And I walked up and smacked him. Dude, I would have gotten taken out. Oh, yeah, they would have pressed S- charges on you. Security would have mm-hmm. been around me, right? Yeah. Which is crazy. 100. And he won an Oscar. Yeah, and I mean, it's also the part that... But I'm also not Will Smith. Chris chose not to press charges on him, too, because they're is, friends. He's a G. Right. Um, he's the man, dude. And he's going to have so many funny jokes about this in the future. Yeah, I think about it this way, too. It's just like if one of our boys are sitting up there on stage and kept making jokes, like you said, about Alex, and it pushed you to a point where you were just like, all right, this is not funny anymore. Yeah, I, I don't... Uh, yeah. We don't know what the... We don't know, right? What the, exactly. What the breaking point and we don't be. know... We don't, right. Uh, there's yeah. so many variables. That's the I mean, thing, Which yeah. is why they were the perfect people to choose if yep. it was fake. That's what I'm saying. The Grandmaster, Tyler Perry. Yeah. He could orchestrate the whole thing. Bro, that's a great theory. The Tyler Perry theory. He could orchestrate the whole thing. But then again, Will could have just been like, damn, she's cheated on me. She's disrespected me. Mm -hmm. Now I got a defender. I have to, like, there would have been so much going through his head. Yeah. I'm going to tell you why Tyler Perry is really in my head. It's my content wreck at the end of the episode. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, man, this is, this has been an interesting, uh, interesting topic. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we had to talk about it. It's our oh, job. Definitely, we're journalists. Yeah, there's two Hollywoods, and we're seeing it. We're seeing it roll yeah, out. Yeah, no, we're seeing it roll I, out. Yeah, I'm but, not glad it happened, but it definitely gave so much fuel yeah. of discussion. Mm-hmm. That's, Made people relevant. Yeah, any publicity is good publicity. That's why I'm happy I saved my two cents on it. Broke yeah. it down here now. Oh um, yeah, well, we can't talk about it online. Yeah. I'm not. I refuse to engage. And I know we talked about earlier in the episode, kind of like recapping some of the past guests that we had and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's. I want to dive in a little bit into um, into each of them just for like two minutes, right? Just to kind of get like your afterthoughts on sure. like the conversation, other things like that, and some like future guests that we're gonna have. Sure. So like Sarah's conversation, mm-hmm. right? How, how did you? What did you think about like the business she's building? I think that Sarah is one of the rare one percenters mm-hmm. who is truly gifted, right? Um, separating herself, mm-hmm. um, but also a rare one percenter in the sense that. She has zero desire to be rich. Mm -hmm. She has none. And to me, that is always interesting to hear, right? Not Mm -hmm. not so much it's rewarding because it's, you know, it's envious. That's not me. Mm -hmm. I would never form a business and not want to get rich Mm -hmm. unless I was already rich and she's not. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it was very cool to see an individual our age be so not driven Mm -hmm. by money but driven by changing the world. And helping people and doing it. Yeah. We don't see 
we don't, how often do we speak to a 28 year old who is mm-hmm. doing it, who is, who is going to launch a multi-million dollar health platform in the form of upper. Yep. Um, so when I walked away from that, I was energized. Mm-hmm. If you want, I mean, I mean, me and you sat there and talked about it after. Yeah. How'd you feel? Um, well, I was right there with you. It's, it is interesting to meet people who actually have a real purpose and passion behind what they're doing. Right. Because we've talked about this before. It removes the, the, the chase of money, right? If you, from the people we've talked to, it seems as though if you can find something and it's like, okay, I'm trying to create a bigger impact, right? Like I want to help X amount of people or I want to have, this is the reason why I'm doing this. Money is, is literally like the last part of those conversations, right? Because they realize it just becomes a part of, of their journey as they're going along developing this stuff and like we were joking with her right it's like this can be a billion dollar business and she was like oh you know she wasn't even thinking about that and i was just like all right well you know me just looking at business all the time i'm like that is a thing that i realize is just a part of the equation but like you said it's interesting to meet those people who just are just hungry for the for the journey and just for the process of it and it'll be interesting to see where she goes over the next five ten years 20 years with this company and to see like what it becomes because she doesn't have that at the forefront of her mind. You know, she's not just trying to build something and sell it off in two years and then say, okay, I'm out. You know, I've, I've made my money. Yep. I've, I've exited and I'll see you guys on the beaches. So we'll, we'll see where she we'll see where Yeah, she we were goes. fortunate to yeah. have her. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about Oliver? What do you think about Oliver? Oliver is interesting. Um, from another aspect, right? Just from a more, I think, introspective standpoint, just making us, it was another one of those conversations that make you look within, sure. right? Question some of the things that you might think or some of the things that you're already currently doing. Um, some of the beliefs that we currently have. Um, me and Oliver met up last week again just to kind of carry on the conversation too. And it was, it's interesting to see how deep those conversations can go when you're talking about life, right? When you're talking about things that you want for your future mm-hmm. and the vision you have and then overcoming whatever beliefs you might have right now about why you can't get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll ask you, like, was there anything that you were thinking of, you know, as we were talking about limiting beliefs or, you know, like tapping back into your curiosity that kind of like sparked an idea in your mind or something that you were like, hmm. Yeah, I could tell you an interesting stance on that conversation. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if this is a barrier for me or if this is a character flaw in myself. I've always viewed individuals who are either my age or younger than me <clears throat> as being, uh, I don't know if the word is held back or mm-hmm. not as credible as those who are older than us. Mm-hmm. My reason for saying that is the greatest teacher in life is experience. Mm-hmm. This man is a coach and I'm going to get to a point. This man is a coach who has a profound urgency in teaching life direction and like mm-hmm. becoming your own internal CEO and, and, and speaks as though he knows much, much more than you. And when I first heard about him and heard about his ideals, I thought to myself, how is that possible? He's mm-hmm. 27. Mm-hmm. But after our podcast and seeing him, visually yeah. seeing him throughout the conversation, it is evident that he not only is very versed mm-hmm. and talking to him outside and all the amount of trips and research that he has done in his field, yeah. it is very respectable mm-hmm. um, and allowed me to overcome that like character barrier where, dude, he may be whatever he is, 27, mm-hmm. 28, yeah. um, he can coach, mm-hmm. he can life coach, and he can guide you specifically towards a much higher mental playing field. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and that was cool for me to learn because like I said, I have a very difficult time, especially throughout my life. Like Mm -hmm. if I was an athlete, it'd be difficult for you to be younger than me and teach me something, especially if I've been doing the sport longer than you. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Like when you look at people who you deem as credible, Mm -hmm. what gives them credibility? Experience is my largest driver in credibility. In which, 
is that based on like specific like industries or like Time. specific things? Because I don't know. It's like we we've all had teachers, right? Yes. In certain fields, and they can teach a topic, but they've never actually worked in that field. Agreed, and I would deem them uncredible. They've never made money incredible. from it. But we've all gone to schools, colleges that have professors who've never done anything in the field that they're teaching in, other than learn about it. Uh, th- that is true. I agree. And that's and and that's and I love actually what you said. So I'll, I'll say that there. But it's that, and we've had this conversation before about credibility, right? Because it is something as we continue to expand our network and just look at other people and see the things that people do. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting to see how. How, how wide it is, you know, yeah. but it has also made me question what I look at as credible. Right. Because I know for me growing up a lot, it was like, okay, if I'm going to look at somebody for, let's say business advice or just like talking about something in the future, like I'm going to look and say like, okay, maybe it's not from a monetary standpoint. Like, do you have the financial means to take care of X, Y, and Z, what you're talking about? Agreed. Right. I if think not, that's a, I think that's a very worthy measure. Right. And I, you can't but, speak to me about business if you don't have any money in your bank account. Right. But then you look at other people and it's just like this. Is what I said, there are plenty of business professors who have never opened a single business in their life. That who is also don't correct. know how to form a single business organization. And who would you rather sit down with, though, them or Mark Cuban? Mark Cuban, of course. And that's the thing. So like. Right. And that, but that and that's why it's so it's a hard, I mean, thing to kind of like. I think for we're me agreeing, to right? Oh no, we're definitely under, yeah. we're definitely agreeing. Yeah, but I'm trying to understand. It's like even I'm questioning myself now to see like <clears> what <throat> requirements I go through to say like okay, that person is credible in the field because I guess for me it's just looking. I look at a lot of patterns, right? I look at how people actually show up and what it is they're saying they're doing. Like you said, like when you listen to Oliver, you can tell he is showing up 100 percent in what it is that he says he can do. Yes, right, and he has and testimonials is a big thing for me too. Agreed. If you can show that you've gotten people a result based on X, Y, and Z based on what you're saying that you are able to do, that gives me the credibility. Agreed. And we have physically seen a client of his change. Exactly. Yes. Right? Um, And that's why I bring bring up the whole teacher thing, professor thing, because we know there are thousands and thousands of kids who go through these schools who don't end up getting anywhere near to the end result from what they've just sat there and been coached about or taught about for four years. And this is where we look at these institutions and say, like, oh, this thing is so credible or this person is so credible. So we'll pay thousands and thousands of dollars. Think about a college tuition. We are paying, some people are paying six figures for people who, once again, have no real credibility other than saying they have tenure. Agreed. They've oh, well, been here teaching the, the yeah, topic. Endless, and, and knowledge is power, mm-hmm. right? Knowledge is power, but it goes back to, to what point, I said. Knowledge without execution is really just a waste of. Agreed. And it goes back to what I said in the beginning, experience. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can write a hundred sales books. Because you brought up Sarah, right? And what she's doing right now, Mm -hmm. she's 28, right? Executing on a business that will reach multi, multi millions. Mm -hmm. She is very like, and like you're saying, there's still plenty that, that she'll, she's, she said it, that she still has to learn about business, about different aspects. And I think that's the thing too, right? Is understanding, like, I love the people who are willing to dive into it, see what they can start developing, right? Deal, roll with the punches and understand that there's still so much more to learn along this process. Yeah, the first, yeah, you have to we, identify the fact that you right. have the ability to still so much to learn. Like gonna, us, we, yeah. have, we know nothing. Because they're going to sit there and we're sitting there reaching out to people, right, who mm-hmm. we can learn from. So it's almost like we're speeding up the game. Yes. Right? It's like the whole idea to. behind behind mentorship and coaching. You want to find somebody else who can help you speed up the things that they've already learned. Yes. The things they've already invested in. Right? So you find these people and it's like, hey, I'm having issues with this here, 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 and there. Can you help me accelerate this? Right? And then one, they gain credibility by giving you a result. You gain credibility from now being able to do this, and I think it just becomes like a chain at that point. So I don't know; it'll be interesting to see. But uh, 
and to continue to like challenge what we base credibility around as we continue to do this, right? And people, there's going to be a point where people start doubting our credibility around certain things. Uh, they probably already do, as 100%, they should. 100%. Right? There are multiple, er, <clears throat> multiple areas that we touch on that we are not credible enough to touch on. Yeah, and that's where... It's a fact. And that's where it goes back to, like I said, like us being able to admit, like, okay, we don't know. <laughs> you know what we don't know about these things. Mm-hmm. Let's find somebody else to educate us on yeah, it. Yeah, that's the whole role of the podcast. Right? Exactly, exactly. So it's, I don't know, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that continues to develop in our minds mm-hmm. and with, then with the other guests that we bring on. Ayana's last week was honestly um, evolved mm-hmm. to, like, cultural differences mm-hmm. and joking about it and then also being pretty serious uh, about yeah. certain topics. But Ayana's just always just a fun time. Yeah, I think it was one of those... One of the episodes where we're able to have a very transparent conversation, like the normal conversations we regularly have. Yeah, I'd like to have a drink next time we sit down with her. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good for you. For you. Yeah, I would. I might get a little bit too loose. No, you can't have one. I might get a little too loose. I would like me and her to have a drink the maybe next a, time. Maybe a little shot of something, something good. Just like one glass, a nice rum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, man, hmm. we're making moves here, Bert. Do you have a content rack this week? It's happening in episode sixty. Next episode. I know that's good. That's a lot. I do have a content rack. What is it? I was talking about Tyler Perry. Oh, yeah, that's right. Medea's Homecoming. Okay. On Netflix. Man, me and the Lonzo were laughing. Was it? Is it we, funny? We were cracking up this weekend. I think weekend. I saw someone share an image of that. We were cracking up this weekend. So basically, um, Medea's, what, grandson or great-grandson comes home from college. He's graduating. Yep. Um, and if anybody's watched the Tyler Perry movies, you know there's always some family drama, some issue that is definitely relevant to what goes on in black families and black communities, Right. And it's just so funny the way that they go about, like, breaking down conversations about policing, you know, like, marijuana, uh, you know, being gay in the black community and all the uh, divorce and all these topics, but still keep it pretty light, but also dive in in a very, like, relatable way. So if you guys are interested, check out Medea's uh, Homecoming. Dude, I lost my product rec again. Bro, you see, I knew we should have wrote it down. We really should have wrote it down. You said you were in the shower or something. I was, and I just can't remember what it Jesus. was. I was standing there, and I thought to myself, this is something I use every day, and I really can't remember what it was. What is it, shampoo? And it was such a good idea. Hmm. And it was like something that I was so happy to talk about, and I think we were going to, I think, I think we were going to get like an endorsement. Um, we'll but come back to it. We'll chop it up. It's out of my head. We'll chop it up later. Mm-hmm. Mm. So what's your, uh, what's your rec? You don't remember anything now? No. <laughs> you just don't got nothing for You're us? so mad. I have a content rec for you. Okay. So what you got for us? Yep. So um, my content rec of the week for you, right? I do have one. Obviously, I've harped about the Huberman Lab mm-hmm. podcast, right? Mm-hmm. And I, dude, I am going to just keep talking about this podcast until he comes on. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. No, it is. And you know me and my sales efforts. I will not stop. I will message him 10,000 times there until he says no. There we comes go. On. I love it. Um, because he is the biohacking legend mm-hmm. and i need him to come on to have a further conversation one so we could praise him but two so he can share his knowledge to our listeners if they aren't already listening his most recent episode he had on dr andy gilpin who is like the chief pioneer in kinesiology exercise science this guy is one of the most mm-hmm. credible trainers coaches uh professors doctors out there that there is in exercising the podcast itself is phenomenal the huberman lab that he just dropped the content rec I have for you mm-hmm. to share with you because we both do cold showers. Yep, yep. There was one specific section that spoke about cold exposure okay. and optimal timing. So studies have shown and science has specifically shown to not expose yourself. If you are doing the cold showers, doing cryo, doing ice baths, after hyper- hypertrophy training or strength training. Interesting. It will hinder. They don't know the exact percentage. Mm-hmm. It is greater than 10 but less than 50 
will hinder the results and the process within four hours of training cold exposure after hypertrophy. Hmm. However, after endurance training, there have been athletes that have shown an increase in recovery and performance by exposing themselves to cold directly after training. So long story short, if you get a pump and you just hit the gym, don't do cold exposure for four hours. If you just went for a run, you can, and it actually might even be beneficial for you. But regardless, the jury is out. Cold exposure is scientifically proven to have benefits for you folks, and we will keep talking about it. Wow. Because me and Dikembe are massive proponents My of the cold water out. life. Mm-hmm. My basic understanding of body science yeah. is really trying to piece together why this could be. And I got my but product I'm episode. I remember it now. I, you had that look on your face, and I was going to come me. back and see one more time. So this exact guy went and looked at his Instagram after, Dr. Andy Gilpin. And he, and this is for any combat athletes, that which is probably a very small amount of our listeners. But okay. if you are a combat athlete, a jiu-jitsu practitioner, an MMA fighter, a boxer, he offers a free survey on his website because he's conducting a study. I believe he works for the USC, for USC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that's who he's a professor for. He is conducting a survey. It takes about 20 minutes. <clears throat> I did it in the sauna. And then he provides you a free detailed report and analyzes your nutrition knowledge, your sleep patterns and knowledge, and your current alcohol usage and what they recommend and mm. what levels you are at. I'm not going to say my results, but wow. I will tell you the, the survey was detailed. It was free, and you're providing insight towards a cool cause. So anybody who's a active combat athlete give it a go which is probably five of our listeners but did you tell our friend to use that who has high alcohol usage we're not going to talk about that we're going to slide that link to a couple people and we're just going to be like hey you're not a combat athlete i saw this try this not not you sure obviously why you don't have good it, nutrition knowledge but um, you're drinking way too much thought you could use this don't know why but thought you could use this so we'll send the link out to a couple people this was fun i love this this was great we got some good guests coming up folks thank yes, you so do. much for listening yes, we do Send it home, Bert. Well, everyone, when it's just me and Dikembe, we like to take a moment to emphasize our gratitude. We cannot thank you enough for wherever you're listening right now. You don't know how much it means to us. This is just the beginning, folks. We're going to do this for a long time. We're going to ride it till the wheels fall off or till my bike falls apart. <laughs> and as always, enjoy the first day.